Hey everyone, welcome back to Roehampton Lawcast. Um, today is our second episode and it is all about the SQE. Um, as you already know, I'm your host, Mehreen, and I am president of Law Society and today I'm joined by Sunit. Hi, uh, as some of you or most of you should know me, I'm a senior lecturer in law here at the law faculty and I teach equity and trust and business law. And I'm also heading our, our answer to uh, SQE by developing a mini SQE model a module for uh, our students to do in the summer term. So uh, that's why Marines come to talk to me today. Absolutely. I think we'll start off with what is the SQE? Because I think that's the main icebreaker question here. Yeah, so SQE is the, or short for Solicitor's Qualifying Exam, which is the new route to qualification as a solicitor, uh, which came into effect from the 1st of September. There's also running alongside that right now a transition period so for a lot of your intake uh, and anybody who's basically signed up to a law degree uh from this year from the first of september i think it was or end of september actually was the date but you could still do the lpc okay but this system is now up and running and this is the future mm -hmm. uh, way to qualify so um there are some advantages to this new system which will come out in our conversation but that's what it is in a nutshell. It's the new set of exams you have to pass in order to become a solicitor. So this is not about becoming a barrister or <laughs> doing you know, some side ex qualification. This is specifically about becoming a solicitor. So it's basically the new way to qualify to become a solicitor, yes. which was before the LPC. Yeah, so and the LPC is still out there and it still exists. So these two are alongside each other, but the idea is LPC will now be phased out mm -hmm. and the SQE, is what's going forward and the real question is is which one do you, you choose do you choose because yeah. you guys are the transition period so you have a choice so essentially are we the last year then yet to choose no or... got, i think yeah you so if you were a first year student who enrolled before the cutoff date mm -hmm. you would be then the last year okay, okay? yeah so for you guys, you're not the last year. You're well, you have a choice. But you know? we're the first year to have that choice yes, to choose between yeah, the SQE yeah. and the LPC. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the first years who come in next year, mm -hmm. they won't have a choice. Oh, so it's quite in, it's a quite important decision yeah. Yeah. just to know about the SQE rather yeah. than just even making that. Yeah, but even though you choice have a choice, it. you might decide SQE is, you know, more relevant to your circumstances mm -hmm. because it has some advantages. Or you might think, no, I want to do the LPC because it's tried and tested. Yeah. Well, in terms of advantages, I think when I was researching into the SQE, the, the main one was the qualifying work experience for, for me when I was looking into it. Yeah. And the fact that you don't have to have a training contract now, yes. essentially to qualify as a solicitor, which yes. was the necessary. Yeah, so under the SQE route now to become a solicitor, um, you need to pass SQE 1, mm. which is this two-day multiple choice question, yep. a test. Uh, it's mixed subject. Yeah. It's 360 questions spread over two days. Uh, so there's all the law you ever learned in law school. Yeah. Is in that assessment. And then and then some. <laughs> and some right. Then you gotta pass SQE two, yeah. which is the skills assessment. Okay. So SQE one was about the substantive law, uh, but SQE two is about legal skills, practical legal skills. There are um, 16 assessments for that. 12 are written. Uh, four or oral and they're like you know client mm -hmm. um so like for example interviewing drafting legal writing right. research all that yeah. kind of stuff is, is is in that advocacy it's all in legal skills okay then you need 
to do two years qualifying work experience, mm -hmm. right? And I can explain a bit more about that. And then lastly, you got to pass or, or meet the, the um, SRA's character and suitability requirements. Right. So, you know, nothing, if you haven't done anything silly in your life, like for example, I don't know, um, bear dodging, Mm. shoplifting mm -hmm. anything like that or maybe even uh academic misconduct yep <laughs> um, plagiarism uh, uploading documents On to websites that, that you shouldn't, shouldn't be doing be. yeah all these things can come in your way to qualifying now as a solicitor because our profession as a solicitor is one of honesty loyalty mm -hmm. good faith it's like a fiduciary duties yeah we are upholding the rule of law and an administration of justice. Therefore, we need to uphold those standards. If you've done these types of things, they will stop your route to qualification. Right. So don't do that. Think, <laughs> yeah. Think about your actions. Absolutely. You okay. Yeah, that's definitely true. And then with the, so this, that's the structure of the SQE, but it can be sort of mixed about, can't it? So you can take the SQE one, do qualifying work experience, take the SQE Yeah, two. and that's the advantage of the SQE route. Yeah. Because what you can do is you can study for SQE1 in your own time or through one of the big providers. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people who have now entered into the marketplace. Yeah. Uh, some of the names you'll recognize, That's some true. of them are new. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're all selling courses. Uh, some of them are courses are very, you know, budget courses yes. at the bottom end of the market. And there are other courses which are full one year long courses, which will prepare you for SQE1 and SQE2 and give you an LLM in the process as well. So Absolutely. the top end is about 16,000 pounds. Yeah while the bottom end i think the cheapest course i've seen is about a thousand pounds okay okay and that's mostly it's self-study isn't it like they, they online self-study they give you the materials you 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 know you check in with them once a week uh, yeah and you just plug along a lot on your own mm -hmm. or you can go to university law or bpp one of the big providers who yes. are all running uh you know at these virtual legal fairs they all have a stand where you can go and speak to them and they do a year-long course which basically prepares you for both aspects of the SQE. And hopefully if they've got degree validating powers as well, um, it means that you will walk away with an LLM as well. Mm. Okay, but it's very expensive, those courses, yeah. uh, top end 16,000 pounds. Question is whether you should do the LPC or the, the SQE. SQE. Uh, well, if you're fortunate enough to have a offer from a law firm to qualify with them, they will tell you what they want to do. Yeah. Then it's not much of a choice. Yeah. And then you're like, this is what you're doing. And right. you're like, yes. <laughs> because they're paying for it. Exactly. And that's that. So I understand a lot of law firms are still telling the students to do the LPC mm -hmm. because it's tried and tested. And you must understand about the LPC that the advantage of the LPC is it's been around for 25 years. Mm. The institutions have written those courses, know they work. Yeah. And they align perfectly with the exams which they have written. Exactly. With the SQE, it's not the same. It's not the same because Kaplan is the external assessor, while these people are now like University Law or BPP or whoever it is, have their courses, but they do not set the assessment. They're mm -hmm. preparing you for that, but then you got to pay, um, what is it, between, I think for the SQE1 is about 1,558 pounds. Yeah. Okay, so that's on top of your, on top of your, you the, know, course fee. Yeah but you're going to sit your assessment at Kaplan. Right, and, and they don't know what's Nobody coming knows up. Coming. Nobody knows what's coming up. <laughs> and they can't align it with whatever, right. you know, their way of assessing and, you know. Yeah, and as, as we were talking about today, yeah. this week was the first ever SQE1 
assessments happened on the 8th and 11th of November. Today's 11th of November. So this is mm -hmm. day two of the SQ1 assessment. And it's been eerily silent about experiences. <laughs> exactly. But we're hoping, we're hoping we're going to hear through various student channels that, mm -hmm. oh, what was it like? Was it difficult? Was it easy? What's it like doing that many multiple choice questions? Exactly. Because SQE1 is basically, you know, uh, two hours, two and about two and a half hours in the morning, you get a break, two and a half hours in the afternoon. Then you come back again next day or after two days, again, two and a half in the morning, two and a half in the afternoon. That's and that's all over the, all the different areas. All of them. So what I'm talking about is contract, tour, uh, consti, uh, legal systems. Getting right back to you. Then what else is there? There's land law. Mm -hmm. There's uh, crime, trusts. Okay, that's just the substantive bit. Yeah. Plus all the procedural aspects of so procedural aspects of property law, yeah. procedural aspects of criminal law, procedural aspects of civil litigation, which is dispute re resolution, mm -hmm. plus uh, business law and practice, plus solicitor accounts, plus legal ethics. Right. And all of that is just being assessed by multiple choice, multiple choice, multiple choice. Isn't it? And you don't sort of have any choice but to do that. Yeah. And you don't know what's coming up in that exam. You just turn up and mm. say, I had to get, have all this information in my head and do right. it. If you get through that, well done. The, I understand the results will come up between six to 10 weeks after. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then what will happen is then you, let's say you've passed that SQ1. My advice would then be go out there and get your qualifying work experience. Just the reason they brought in this new route is because they basically relaxed the work experience requirements mm. for solicitors qualifying exams, because now you can do it up to four different organizations and the organization is not certifying your competency. They're just confirming that you work there right. doing legal work because the competency is now being signed off by the assessments. Perfect. So in a training contract, you do the LPC and then you got two years of a training yeah. project, but the firm then says at the end, you are the required standard. Mm. While in an SQE, the firm doesn't say that. So I'm assuming they're a bit more relaxed. Mm. They're just like saying, yeah, you worked here for six months. You did legal work for six months. You did these following tasks, which you're mapped against mm. the newly qualified competency statement, but they're not just saying to any of the outside world that, oh, you were competent or not. They're just saying, as a matter of fact, they were here and they met. And they, and they passed and they passed SQE1 and SQE2. So therefore they're competent, you right. know, that, that's, that's where the competency now mm. sits. Mm. But if you've done two years worth of qualifying work experience, right. you will find SQE2 much easier mm -hmm. because nothing prepares you for a legal skills, practical legal skills assessment, like a law firm or law or legal or legal in-house or citizen advice bureau or pro bono or whatever you're doing. Perfect doing that client facing work really does get you uh, to the level you need to be at in order to pass SQ2. And so, in a way that's sort of easier, isn't it, to get like legal work experience. So say if it is pro bono, like you're working yeah. at that, and instead of doing it at a law firm, which is quite notoriously hard to get a training contract at, at the moment, I yeah. would say. Yeah, yeah, so. it is hard. And, but if you can break it up into four different organizations, mm. you know, so if you're paralegaling somewhere for six months, that counts. Yeah. Um, you know, and it doesn't even have to be within the UK. You know, if you're mm. someone who's working at an international law firm in Dubai, um, because you have contacts out there in the Middle East, let's say you could, that, that could, you know, 
account. As long as it meets SRA. Yes, and as long as there's yeah. an English solicitor somewhere involved mm -hmm. who's signing off, and there are loads of them out there. You yeah. know, they're all English solicitors. If you went to Australia for six months, you'll find an English solicitor. Yeah. A lot of them are dual qualified out there. And you could be in Sydney for six months doing paralegal work and saying, can you also confirm that I did these things? And if mm -hmm. they're dual qualified, they could say, yeah, we can, you know, it yeah. can work for you. You just, but this kind of thing, you should agree up front. Yeah. You know, nobody likes to be uh, ambushed about that. But yeah. if you tell them, this is one of the things, can you do this for me? You're not certifying my competency. You're just certifying my work record. Yeah. They could do that. And you can make, you know, a, a good, you know, working abroad stint of it as well. Absolutely. So that's what it that's one of the advantages of SQ, which you didn't really have in the training contract. Right. Yeah. But uh, and in terms of um, how to choose between the SQ and the LPC, what would what advice would you give to students that are like now faced with that choice? Yeah. Oh well, academically, the LPC is easier. They will get you through it. You will mm -hmm. pass it, and you will walk away with an LLM and um, LPC practice, which is if that's what you want. Mm -hmm. But then you're still going to have to find that training contract. Right. But um, uh, fair enough. I mean, you know, if if you know you struggle with studying, maybe the LPC is the better route for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's a lot of help there, and we know it works. I mean, I taught the LPC for seven years. You yeah. will get through it. Okay, SQE is unknown. Right. We just don't know enough. And while everybody's, you know, touting these Appreciate courses. It even they don't really know yeah, how, how well their students are going to do and whether their courses are really aligned with what's happening in the exam. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's more of an unknown right now. And because you guys have a choice, I understand if you want to play it safe and do the LPC, but if you really think, Oh, I'm never going to find a training contract, you know, but I, I could probably do this qualifying work experience thing. Then you want to do the SQE route. Right. And academically, it's a little bit more, well, a little, quite a bit more challenging than you'd say in the SQE. It's, it's different. Yeah. It's not what you guys are used to. Yeah, and definitely you're, not 360 MCUs. Yeah, you're, you're used to doing so, essay questions, problem questions, yeah. legal research. They've taken all that away and just reduced it to MCQs. Mm. And so it's, it's different. Yeah. And you have to get a, and you know, you're not being a subject, single subject at a time. You're mm -hmm. being mixed subjects. So you've got to Precisely. get all that information in your head. And for people who obviously aren't going to be in a transition period, who will inevitably have to end up making that decision whether they want to qualify as a solicitor, they have to take the SQE route, they don't have a choice. What would you say to them, like, in terms of choosing the SQE? Do you, do you think that they really need to be? absolutely sure about being a solicitor it's not like with the lpc you know yeah you i could take think, it yeah i think so because um if you're not if you're not committed to this route don't do the sqe just because you're trying to um pass another year mm. at home studying you're better off doing the lpc i would say or doing an llm yeah go do an llm which is the right way to pass another year of study yeah uh, the sqe is a professional exam which leads you to a professional qualification as a solicitor. If you have no desire or want to do, or are unsure, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you are hundred percent committed to becoming a solicitor and that's all you want to do is work in a law firm, then, you know, consider it. But if you can get the training contract first, then yeah. the firm will tell you, and that's the best way to go. So don't, don't, you know, I know a lot of people want to maybe just want to make a decision, but it's mm -hmm. a lot of money and it's a big, big commitment.
yeah. um, to pass this exam Absolutely. right now. I know that a lot of the selling points of the SQE when it was first introduced was that it would be cheaper than the LP. Not unless <laughs> you're prepared to do a lot of the work yourself. Mm -hmm. um, if you feel you need to go in somewhere four days a week, yeah, which is the, how the big providers work, yeah, and you need them to hand you multiple copies of textbooks, revision guides, this and that, all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You need lectures, you need workshops, you need all this stuff, and you need like a year to prepare. Then you're looking at the same amount of money, if not a little bit more, because you got to pay the exam fees to Kaplan as well. Right. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. So yeah. it's it only works out cheaper if you're one of those people who can do find a, a cheap course which will be study at home mm -hmm. online mm -hmm. i think barbary do one for example if you look them up yeah you know they are they have, they have reps everywhere mm -hmm. i think their cheapest course is about three thousand pounds they do like a 10 week 20 week and 30 week course it depends how, how long you want to spend studying you do it at home they have online tutors um, they have some platform which monitors your performance and you could probably get away with, like I said, 3000 pound, Right. but that's just SQE one. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. It's but we don't worry about SQE yeah. two up too much right now. Like I said, if you get, if you get through SQE one, it's a big achievement because you can put it on your CV and say, I've passed SQE one, give yeah, me some qualifying absolutely. work experience. And then you can do qualifying work experience. And in those two years, make some money, learn some skills and get ready for SQE two. Precisely. You know, that's a bit of a plan, mm -hmm. but trying to sit SQ1 and SQ2 at the same time is going to be tough. Mm. Um, I think some of the firms might do that, but they're paying their students to just sit the exam. Essentially. Yeah. And they give you also a maintenance allowance as mm -hmm. well, you know, so they, your students can study, but still it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to take in. Yeah. And going off maybe like the SQE and the LPC sort of thing, do you think like with law firms that in the future they're going to adopt the SQE or do you think they'll continue with, or will they have a choice to continue the LPC? No, they won't have, it, it's getting they phased out. I, I, I would say within three years you, you would oh, start right. people, yeah, it's not going to continue on for that long. It's just we're in a brief, tra the transition period is quite long. It's a 10 year yeah. transition period just to right. make sure that, but I'm pretty sure a lot of these law firms will start switching mm -hmm. across. You know, it's, this is just the first, you know, first of September was the, the, the yeah. it went live. So it's only a few months, right? Mm -hmm. So, and the next sitting is in July. So we don't really have that much data, exactly. da you know, data to go by. Yeah. We're going to find out. In, so November this week, they sat. We won't know until January. And, and then even when we find out in January, how big a success or disaster is, <laughs> the next sitting is in July. Exactly. So, so you won't have. Yeah. It's not like immediately after yeah. they're going to have another. So if you're a law firm, a lot of these law firms think, well, you know what, we're, we're not going to make our students guinea pigs. We're going to continue with the LPC mm. for this year at least. And then see how it all unfolds. And then see yeah. how they, they won't have a choice. Eventually they have to adopt yeah. the SQE. Yeah. No, that's, right. that's the new rule. Mm. I, think that, <laughs> I think that is a quite interesting because like with all the trainees and the applications that are now that it's just qualifying work experience. I wonder how they're going to make it work for them. Like instead of because they've got the two year qualifying work experience, yeah. but if someone can go and do it in four different places and then as well as like qualify that, then sort of the appeal, yeah. I guess, of doing it two years in one place might, might yeah. wear off a little. Yeah, no, it will. <laughs>
well, if you're lucky enough, you know, it's good to be sometimes be in a place because they they, yeah. will, they then take you under the wing and will sort out all your training. But, yeah. but it doesn't always work like that. Yeah. Especially in the uh, lower end of the market where there are a lot of small high street firms and mm. legal aid clinics. Maybe you're doing it in-house where they just don't have the facilities to take you on for two years. You know, they don't have the yeah. resources to have you there for two years, but they can say, oh, yes, we have an opportunity for six months. Exactly. And you can take it then. Yeah. You know, that's now... A, a genuine route to help you in your you know process of qualification mm. so there that's where it is and for a lot of people it will you know it will open doors mm. the sqe route so if you've not done a law degree you don't have to do a conversion course or anything anymore. no you no you don't go straight no, into you, the can go straight, you can go straight so for non-law students this yeah. is also a law degree is no longer a requirement it's just yeah. a question of, if you have a degree you can sit the sqe right I mean, that's interesting as well, because many of the topics are all like, you know, equity and then trusts and then yeah, also we, like all those, taught. It's all the foundation level. Yeah. But, so it, so if, if you've someone, done a law degree, obviously picking it up should be easier. Yeah. You know, though judging by the attendance and today's <laughs> trusts, the grand total of eight students, they, they were, those people might who didn't attend mm -hmm. might struggle. Right. Okay. But if you have you know diligently done, attended your three years of your law degree yeah then you should pick things up very quickly i would have thought yeah i think in that way it's quite interesting because um with all those topics like obviously if you are quite confident in your law degree and you you went through it and it you enjoyed it doing it then i'm sure that the sue topics won't be that difficult to grasp I mean, you'd have to do a lot more work, I imagine. I, I think the SQE is more about recall. Yeah. I don't know how good your memory With... is studying, but it's 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 about recall. It's about, uh, well, when you have that many questions, you're spending about one minute and 45 seconds on a multiple choice. Right. So you, you don't have time to keep rereading the question. You've got to make a decision. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to really benefit people who love exams. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are <laughs> not people... being an exam person took a lot of essays. Yeah. Or who love MCQs, but I, I'm sure you know <laughs> some people would do well at it, some won't. But um, yeah, it, it's it's what it is now. There's no changing it. There's no going back. No. This, is, this is the future. So, what would you advise in someone now who's looking into doing maybe the SQE? What next steps should they take now, being in their third year? Or well, if you're a Rawhampton student, I suggest that you do our summer module, mm -hmm. um, which is completely voluntary and optional. It's called SQE Foundations. It's a mini SQE. It just uh, basically jumps off all the subjects we taught you over the three years. We mm -hmm. try to bring them together in a single module week by week. Yeah. So it'll be actually more like double weeks because we're going to do it very quickly. So right. on a Tuesday, you do contract. On a Thursday, you do tour. It's a very quick recap of mm. the law you've done. And then we also do uh, a short burst of multiple choice questions. It will be spread over about a month, maybe five weeks maximum. And there'll be a, a mock at the end of it of about uh, 30 odd questions. And if you feel that at the end of that, that, oh, this is something I could do on a longer term, then you, the SQE would be right for you. Yeah. But if you feel after um, four or five weeks of that, that this was too intense, yeah. I don't really like this, then you just saved yourself a lot of money. Mm, absolutely. I mean, that's fantastic. And I don't think any university at this point is offering something like that yeah. um, to their third year students even. So I think if if you are in third year, you are considering to become a solicitor, that is the perfect opportunity to really realise whether yeah, SQE is a path for yeah, you. For you. And, we're yeah. not, and we're going to talk about, like, uh, we're going to talk about qualifying work experience. Mm. 
we're going to talk about how to approach uh, multiple choice questions, things like that. So there's lots of interesting stuff. And then we'll go into the law again. Yeah. And because you've already done contract tour and all this, we're not reteaching. No. But we will remind you. Recapping. Also. Recap very quickly. And then we'll say, oh, look at these multiple choice questions. We'll do some questions in class. And then we'll say, okay, now you go away you know do your revision notes or look mm -hmm. at your revision notes from the second and third or first year you know and then we'll work towards a final exam a mock exam Absolutely. but it's not really about the exam it's about the journey for this course so we will ask you at the end of this module to write a reflective piece to mm -hmm. say now that you've done this what do you think do you think yeah. that's curious for you how would you approach your research and we ask you to do certain things and like go research some of the providers and ask you to compare the providers. So as part of the module, we're asking you to go out there in the marketplace and say, hey, you know, are you the kind of person who would like to work at home mm -hmm. and therefore maybe the Barbary course is for you? Yeah. Or are you the kind of person who needs to go in to a place yeah. every day and be part of a class where people are telling you to, what to do in order to progress? And in that way, maybe BPP or, or University of Law is yeah. better suited. Better suited. Or one of the other... Some of these other universities are even doing uh, courses yeah. as well, but I would say that probably BP and university are more experienced. Yeah. Both of which are actually attending the Roehampton Law Fair on the 24th of uh, November, so they will be here. And, they will and it's worth asking them these questions. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think for now, anyone who is definitely interested in pursuing, it's, you have to make a con conscious decision about yourself. I think if you want to become a solicitor, you need to know, one, it is something I want to do and I see myself doing it long term and two I'm gonna do what I can do to get there um I think people who who tend to succeed in these paths are very relentless in that way they don't give up yeah. very easily this is not easy doing training contract applications are not going to be easy doing the SQE either no no and remember you know just because it's SQE doesn't mean they won't a firm won't say oh come do your two years qualifying work experience yeah yet, right so it's, it's going to be hard no matter what yeah uh but you guys are lucky you have a choice yeah and just do your research and uh you know spend your time and money wisely now absolutely well thank you so much Sunit, for coming in and no, talking to us about that um i'm sure it's going to be very ben beneficial to all our members and anyone who's listening um that wraps up episode two and we look forward to uh, next week bye